Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So just me today, and it's all about the games, the movies, the TV, VR. Might even talk about, you know, exercise, the, the, the good stuff. If you check us out on YouTube, or wherever you're checking us out, whether you're just watching, listening, anything, you can like, share, subscribe, comment, all of that stuff. Get involved. Makes you feel good. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. get this out of the way straight first thing first thing I've had that like day where as far as I'm concerned today is Sunday and nothing is going to change my mind so I'm hoping that doing this podcast now might help in some way to get my mind to realize that today is Monday ah like every inch, every aspect, every fibre of today has screamed Sunday. But it's not Sunday, it's Monday. So, anyway, let's crack on. Um, did I mention last week like last Monday, that I had this like insane workout coming up on the Tuesday. And although I was kind of like a little apprehensive about it, I was also like kind of looking forward to it, kind of excited in a way. Um, so, let me see if I can find it on my list. Um, so, yeah. This, uh, this phase of this workout has introduced uh, tri-sets rather than supersets and one day even features a giant set which is absolute insanity um, so yeah this particular workout has got uh, two lots of tri-sets yes I did mention it because I was saying tri-sets I was trying to clarify, not triceps. Um, but it's not just that. The reps. Uh, the first tricep. 30, 30, 25. Absolute insanity. So I completed it. I, since then I have been, I have done the full workout uh the full weeks worth of workout absolute madness some days uh yeah you you don't know whether to cry change your religious beliefs or poo yourself um and i am not too much of a man to be able to admit that 
At some points, I think I did all three. Not actually, you know, the actual pooing of myself. Just like, you know, you know, when you're like, ooh. Um, but here's the thing. For the absolute insanity that that workout was, or for the, for the big ones, like, just let me go back into it. Uh, right. Monday's fine. Tuesday is brutal. Wednesday. Ugh. Ugh. It's all, like, half of it's just, like, one thing, but the other half is just legs. Squats, lunges, RDL, deadlift, calf raises. Blech. Thursday, tricep, a lot of resistance band stuff. Me like an absolute lunatic was like, ah, oh, it's just they're just rubber bands, aren't they? I'll, I'll use the uh, I'll use the the thickest, you know, the fifty pound one. Yeah, I went down two resistance bands before I found one I could work with. Pro, that's just a load of curls. Friday, yeah. So then, yes, yeah, Saturday. Of all the days, Saturday being the long run day, of all the days, you get this absolute monster of a workout. Giant set, which is one, two, three, four exercises. All the reps are way up there in the 25, 30 areas. Followed by a tri-set, followed by a giant set. All of that, that giant set there is all leg stuff. And then you finish off with a super set of calf raises. Um, so for all of this, like, oh my God, these workouts are insane. There's the, <clears throat> I would say like the sadist part of me, but it's not that. There's that part of me that wants to know what's possible. You know, that. If you push your body, can you achieve X? If you push harder, if you work faster, can you achieve this thing? You know, it's that. So there's that part of me that's like, let's find out. Let's find out if I can actually do it. Just out of like curiosity. Just like, can, can it be done? completed the first week of this phase um, this was one of those things by Friday morning so I'd completed my run but I still had weights on Friday Saturday morning run Saturday weights I was I was ready for a break I was ready for a rest and still had a long way to go um, I'm hoping, now that I've been through it once, um, that there might, you know, it might be a little bit easier. Um, but we will have to see on that one. So my car for an MOT. Um, not the first time. Not the first time. Um... Weirdly, the first MOT I ever had, I took it for an MOT and I was like, oh, you know, I should be all right because I know that the, car, the car's had a lot of work done 
to it um, in the last year. So I was like, it should be fine, you know, it'll be fine. And then they were like, uh, we want like three times the value of the car. I'm pretty sure that there are instances where that would be considered a write-off. Um, now, this is one of those things. Um, in hindsight, I think it was potentially the garage because um, I then took... Did I take the same car or did I take a different car? might have been a different car maybe um to the same garage to get i think it was like an oil change done and they charged me an absolute fortune to have it done and i've never been back there since um just like the garage that i took uh the current car to and they told me uh to get it through its mot um, which was like going to be in six months. It needed five, nearly six hundred pounds worth of work doing to it. As I'm not not convinced on that one, so took it somewhere else to have the MOT done. Passed with flying colours, and all of the stuff that they listed it needed doing. No mention of that. So uh, yeah. So I took the car for an MOT, and um, it's not long had a service. If I'd if I'd have realised, which is poor planning on my part, um, I'd have got them both done at the same time, obviously. But then the brakes, uh, like I say, poor planning. I thought I had longer in the, on the MOT, um, and off the back of the service, they'd been like, oh, you know, your car's probably going to need this doing before the next MOT. It's like. Mm. So I was expecting a big bill. And I was sat at one point in the afternoon, like waiting and thinking, it's a strange concept. You take your car and you and you drop it off, it's like, please MOT my vehicle. And then it's like, it's just this wait, this you know, apprehensive waiting on what's gonna happen. How bad is it gonna be? I've heard all sorts of stuff recently. People telling the cars like, oh, the car's going to be fine, it's going to fly through its MOT. Thousand pounds later, they're like, might have misjudged that one. The car's going to be fine, it's going to fly through its MOT. 600 quid later. You know, that sort of stuff. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure the car is going to need work doing. And I'm pretty sure that work is going to be really expensive so I get the phone call and when the phone rang I was like that's the garage and I looked at the time I was like hmm a bit late in the day so I was like um hands the phone and I'm like, oh, it's the garage here I was like okay alright she was like your car's passed it's MOT and you know when you're like Really? Like, yeah, he's got a few advisories, but it's past its MOT. It's like, okay then. I think it's weird. 
because an, an MOT covers you for a year. But in the case of a tyre, I had an advisory for a tyre. Like, oh, you've got this much time left on it. Like, okay, well, that tyre is not going to last a year. But the MOT covers me for a year. And obviously, at the end of the day, it's all about safety. You know, these things are done to make sure that the vehicle is safe so that, you know, you're out there on the road. And I've already said, with the list of advisories that I've got, I can probably get a month, a couple of months at the most, before I have to have a load of work done. And that's, that just is what it is. It's the, it's the joys of owning a, a car, a vehicle. Um, so I will, you know, I've, I've penciled in when I'm going to get that work done. Job done. Everyone's happy. But yeah, it was. I was sat thinking about the the concept of an MOT, and thinking just that that sitting and waiting for what could literally be anything, literally anything. Um, I spent some time working in a garage many moons ago, um, and the garage I worked at was like. Their, their bread and butter was MOTs. They used to get through so many MOTs in a day. Um, and it was interesting to see how, how they went about some MOTs versus other ones. Um, and like I say, long time ago, and I can't imagine that garages like that anymore, but uh, it was a very entertaining time. So, this, here's a situation that, as a parent, you're like, cool. So, my youngest um, recently has reached a point where she's like, oh, I want to spend time with daddy. I was like, that's nice. Um, I find children go through phases, you know, I want to spend time with this parent, I want to spend time with that parent, and, and often it's, I want to spend time with this parent whilst hating the other parent, you know, that sort of thing. Just It's just weird. Um, so my youngest has recently got into this thing of, oh, I want, to, I want to spend time with daddy, I want to go with daddy, I want to be with daddy. I have no issues with that. I have spent far too long of my parental life uh, not being wanted by children. So this is this is the way it went. I'm going to go and collect the car. I want to come with you. Okay. Mm. And all I could see was it's a long way for little legs, especially little legs that don't walk. Those little legs walk to the end of the drive and then want carrying. So what I actually mean, it's a really long way for me to carry the child. And I'm like, no darling, you know, you stay here um, and I'll come back for you and I'll take you out and we can go and do, do other jobs together. But it's a long way for little legs. Um, and you know what you like, you you, know, you need carrying stuff. And this just, it just went back and forth. I want to come. No. I want to come and collect the car. No. I'm going to put my shoes on. No. 
it's a real long way darling I can't carry you all that way I've had a bad back I don't want to be in a situation where I, I, I mess my back up you wouldn't be able to walk it and because you wouldn't be able to walk it you would need carrying and because you would need carrying it's going to be a nightmare it's going to take a really long time you, we've got these other jobs that we need to do you want to go and get something to eat for tea it's just it's just a no and this went round and round and round and round and round I was like look I'll go I'll get the car I'll come back you make sure you've got your shoes on you jump in the car with me and we'll go and do our jobs job done everyone's happy I just about managed to convince her of that so I set off and I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm like I've, I've fucked up here I've really I've proper messed up here because what I've what I've said is no I don't want to spend time with you you know and we could have we could have walked together and we could have I could have carried her and we could have chatted and we could have you know we would have had that time and that experience and 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 you know why would I say no no I don't want to spend time with you when you know I, I, I want to spend time with that I want to have that time I want to have that connection I want to have that you know and oh my god she actually wants to spend time with me and and I should cherish that and and by the time I got to the car I felt awful I felt really bad I felt like a bad parent I felt like I'd let her down she was really disappointed she was upset all of that I was like right I'll get back I'll get her picked up and we'll go and we'll have a nice time that way so I picked her up and we went out and we were like a little team we were doing jobs we did our first job that was great and uh, got back in the car and we drove to our next venue our next place to do another job and we went in and we did our job and uh, we, we had to buy milk so we went to the shop and we bought milk I was like, look, what we're going to do is we're going to go and pop the milk in the car. And then we'll go and get you something for tea. So we walked over to the car. Popped the milk in the car. I shut the door. I locked the door. I turned around and she was like, carry me. And at that, at that point, I was like, yeah, I made the right decision not to take you. <laughs> An emotional roller coaster. I said to her as I picked because I was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll pick you up." I said to her as I picked her, picked her up. I was like, "You had to walk about ten feet. That's the only walking you've done in the time we've been out, and now you're asking me to carry you. You haven't even worked up any." I felt justified in my actions. Ah, uh, oh dear. Life and times of being a parent. Speaking of walking places, fucking. So, as as some of you may know, uh, I have I have a dog. Um. So over the last, you know, because he's a puppy, he's constantly going through development. And what, what's happened recently over the last couple of days is he's really, you know, becoming the dog that he's going to be. 
Um, if you don't want him to do something, you tell him not to. He understands no. He understands like what he should and shouldn't be doing. Um, you can sort of communicate with him. He'll listen to commands. His training's going well. Um, just, uh, you know, recently been trying to brush up on a few things, make sure his uh, recall training's working, because um, there's been a couple of incidents in the park where he's not uh, listened and he's got quite a bit distracted. All of this. Um, and I'm, I'm settling into um, the enjoyment fact. I'm enjoying having a dog. We have like our um, our sofa snuggles at certain times of the day and they're very enjoyable. Um, and it's great. And then, once a day, there is a point where I put of the harness on the dog and I put um, I've had to get him a halty um, for those of you who don't know a halty is device can be uh, like a harness or it can be in the case of the one I've got one that goes uh, over the nose around the back of the head and attaches to the collar and you attach the lead to the halty and it's designed to stop the dog pulling and at the moment that I click the lead to the dog he turns into the devil dog and what the devil dog does is doesn't listen uh, he's completely given up on having treats um, on his walks so previously I would joke with people <laughs> I tell you, I'm going to have to remortgage the house at this rate to pay for all the treats he's eating now no no uh, now, now it's like I might as well get rid of all these treats because uh, you don't need any, do you? Because all you care about is pulling, 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 pulling. So the halt is designed to stop him pulling. But he's, I can only presume, too smart for that and has managed to find a way to still pull. So previously I was getting to the point where I was like, I'm pretty sure my arm is going to come out of its socket at some point. Now I get home and my hands are red raw from gripping the lead with all of my might. And, you know, the whole thing, oh, he can't pull. Yeah, he can't pull my arm out of its socket, but he still pulls and it, like, rides up. So it looks like he's, like missing an eye or something and it messes up with all his like jowls and I'm all I can think is what what do passerbys think? What do people do look at him and like, Jesus Christ, what's going on with that dog? And I'm like, you know when he does the the thing where he looks like he's having some kind of seizure because he's trying to get the halty off. And I'm like Yeah, this is uh this is, uh, this is, this is it. It's so incredibly stressful. It, it's, and it's so upsetting as well. It's so upsetting. I'm just like, why can't you just crack? You've cracked basically everything else. Why can't you just crack this? 
but he is just hell bent on oh, if I can't pull when I'm on my harness I'm going to have to find a way to pull on this goddamn halty that's the only thing I can presume the only thing that makes any sense it's awful it's, it's depressing it's just like I can I can get you to follow like six different bands back to back like fire one after another at him and he can do them all and all I say to him is don't pull and he's like mm, that ain't happening mate as with working out got back to uh, got back to doing the old running um this is a weird thing for me I know some of you <coughs> will know this but running for me as anyway me running is a weird concept uh, but like in a situation where I'm like oh I'm getting back to running it's nice to get back to be able to run that's just a weird concept anyway uh, yes I've got back to running yes I've completed a week uh, I went out this morning um getting through getting all the running done um and yeah it has been nice to get back to it um i'm not i'm not up to or even really close to uh the distances or times i was doing previously uh but the the objective with the running is um to get back to that area um it's been nice uh, to get back to running and that's a weird thing and something I've never thought I would I would be saying um, but there you have it something else that I've started to employ um, I'm trying to I'm just trying to make make changes enough to actually see some benefit from all this so, so I've started uh, I've gone back to should I say intermittent fasting um, so it's got to the point now that I'm fasting for 18 hours uh, and then I have like a six hour window um, which basically I just eat lunch and tea um, and that's that um, I had a little bit of a heavier day yesterday so today uh, I skipped out on lunch uh, but I had my tea uh, just before coming to do this um, and the day before that was um, a little bit of it, with it being Saturday, Saturday's cheat meal day, uh, but you know, with it being cheat meal day, things get a little bit loose, let's say. But I stuck to the intermittent fasting. Uh, lost three pounds last week, which, I mean, let's face it, that's good. It's three pounds. Um, the thing is, I haven't seen any movement since, um, which, excuse me, um, I think I would have liked to have seen a little bit more, um, yeah, over 40 metabolism is, uh, yeah, it's not great. But uh, my my intention is to stick with it. I'll just keep trying to find ways of uh, getting getting yeah getting back to it. Um, it's hard. It's it's a tough it's a tough road. Um, 
it really is but keep out keep sticking out keep keep moving forward um, and yeah we'll see how far we get mm. I'm just on the water today every now and then and it is every now and then not a lot but every now and then uh, you will hear me talk about uh, mobile games mobile games being games for your phone iPad Kindle that sort of thing game popped up recently I, a random series of events I went on to the app store on my phone which I never do I, I go on there on my iPad because my iPad's old and it doesn't have the like the auto update feature, so you have to manually go and update stuff. So any every now and then when I actually use the iPad for um, like updating the football podcast or updating like doing my research for the wrestling podcast or anything like that, uh, one of the things that I do while I'm using the iPad is I uh, update all the apps manually. So like I say on my phone because it's got the auto, the auto update thing. I never go on the app store, but randomly the other day I went on there. I've no idea why. There was like two apps that needed updating, but on the main screen was a game advertised. Um, it was a, a mobile game by uh, Marvel, which you know, Disney. Uh, and the, the one game that I do play religiously once a day is a Marvel game. So I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. I had a little look, looked kind of interested. I was like, ah, it's free. not going to cost me anything. Um, I'll, have, I'll have a punt on that. Told it to download. Done. Now, nine times out of ten, when I download something app store-wise download it and because it takes x amount of time to download i leave it to do it and i go away from it and that's exactly what i did with this i was like download do all the stuff get the app stuff that you need to do click the buttons and all that and then i left it so it was nearly a day like the end of the day um i was like oh i downloaded that game i should have a look at that so it's a marvel game uh, you pick your superheroes it's like you can have um, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange. Um, who else was there? Storm, maybe? Who can pick a load of characters? Um, so I started playing this game. And I was just... I was blown away by multiple different things firstly i was like can you believe this is a mobile game this is insane this is crazy the graphics the way it plays the features well, a feature in it where you can go onto the map and you're like oh there's a mission there and you select the mission and then it has the option to automatically go to the mission you press a button and you can basically just watch on the map your character moving across the map to the objective. Or you can come out of it and it's automatically going to the objective. That is a very good feature and something that 
console game, actual games, should maybe consider implementing as an option. Because obviously you can click on the objective and take yourself there. So there's that. Graphically, very good. I'm blown away. I like it. Really good. It looks really good. Um, gameplay, really good. But do you know the one thing that blew me away more than any of that? For a free mobile game, it is probably in the region of about a thousand times better than the Avengers game that came out on the PS4, Marvel Avengers thing, that was done by was it Square Enix or something. That utter steaming pile of garbage that they released as an actual game, yeah, just so we're on the same page, you were beaten like a thousand times better by a mobile game. If that doesn't put that whole thing into perspective, I don't know what will. But that was my biggest takeaway from playing that game. And it's one of those, you know, I get, like I said, get laid on the sofa, play with the dog, have a little snuggle. I'll just have a little go on that game. I imagine it's going to get to a point, there was a point where I had to fight Ultron. I couldn't beat him. I'm like, what, what's going on here? I don't understand. Um, you can switch it to auto, so it basically plays the game for, for you. I gave that a try, still couldn't beat him. Turned out, there were loads of side missions to do. Went off, did the side missions, levelled up, went back, beat him. It's like, I'm all about this. This is, this is good. This is good gameplay. Playing a lot of Spider-Man. I'm playing a lot of Spider-Man. I'm not playing a lot of Spider-Man, I'm playing a lot of Iron Man. Come on, man, get it together. Here's something. More often than not, I write a list of things that I need to discuss on the podcast. Bish, bash, bosh, done. Sometimes I write stuff on the list to preempt stuff. So if I start a film, let's say I start a film tonight, but I don't get it finished. I'm like, I've got a week. Definitely going to get that film watched. Put it on the list now so you don't forget. But every now and then something might happen to, that means I don't get the rest of that film watched. But it's on the list. So when I started writing this week's list, I wrote on the list Scrubs Series 7. Because I at the time I worked on the principle, in a week I'm probably going to overwatch some Scrubs. But... I went to the toilet before I started this and I was like, do you know something? I don't think I've watched any. So I feel that that is not true. Um, one of those things, like I said, I, I felt like I was watching it through morbid curiosity more than anything. Um, which I'm not sure is a reason to watch something. From something that brought so much joy, and I feel I can say that because it's a series that I've watched. Some of some of the series I've watched multiple times. Uh, I had like a particular time in my life where Scrubs was very dear to me because I was going through um, a rough time, and what I did with my time was I watched 
scrubs. Uh, then I had this big break, and then I went back to it wondering if it was still as good as I remember, and it was, and you know, all this sort of stuff. To say all of that, and then say that I'm at a point where I'm just, I feel like watch, it's, it's a bit like watching a car crash in slow motion kind of thing. That's probably not the reason to watch something. Is it? Uh, whatever. I did watch a film, however. Excuse me, I think my early starts are catching up on me. I did watch a film, however. And every fibre of my being wishes that I hadn't. Um, I'd heard it was bad, I'd heard it was awful, I'd heard it was terrible. Yet, again, morbid curiosity, there's only one way to find out kind of mentality. Um, sat down on Saturday night to watch Wonder Woman 1984. As I said, I'd heard it was nothing but utter garbage. Every single terrible review I've ever heard of this film did not do this film justice. I'm saying it now, ladies and gentlemen. Here now, mark it on your calendars. Wonder Woman 1984 is hands down the worst film I have ever seen. And for those of you who are keeping count, the last three films that I have said, the worst film I've ever seen, Suicide Squad, which was then beaten by Birds of Prey, which in turn meant that when I went back and watched Suicide Squad again, I was like, actually, it's not that bad a film. And I think that's because Birds of Prey was so bad. But fear not. They are dwarfed by how truly awful Wonder Woman 1984 is. I tried, I, I didn't try. That was the point. Uh, I told uh, my eldest that I'd watched it. Because she's into all the DC stuff. And I was like, it's that bad that I wouldn't even know where to start to describe how bad it is. The best review I think I've heard is from uh, from Sam. I told Sam I was watching it. And he, he came back with, it's embarrassingly bad. And it is, it's, it's, an, it's an atrocity. The fact that they greenlit a third one with the same director who was also the writer of the first two is beyond me. She has been, um, she has been quoted a lot recently. I saw an amazing thing on Twitter the other day where she has come out and said, um, she feels the reason the, the reason that uh, Wonder Woman 94 did so badly, uh, money wise, was because of releasing it on digital, as well as releasing it at the cinema. And somebody had tweeted in response to that, saying, "No, I think the reason it did so badly was because of the script and the director." And I was just I was sat staring at at my screen, clapping. It is the worst film I've ever seen. I've seen some terrible films. I've just listed three. Um, 
there is an, yet another example of DC trying to work out why Marvel films are so successful by just lifting carbon copies of sections of DC of Marvel films and just dropping them into DC movies. Oh, I've I've somehow gained superpowers. I guess I don't need these glasses anymore. All right, I feel like I've seen that somewhere before. Oh, I'm just a, a bumbling idiot, but uh, it's all right because soon I'm going to get superpowers, and uh, you know, then everybody's going to find me attractive. Um, let's not forget that every single man on the face of the earth is a misogynistic pig, because uh, there's that. Uh, just oh, the the special effects were terrible. A lot of it looked awful. It, it feel it felt a lot like it would, it was being done. Um, uh, Leanne gave one of the best reviews of the effects. She said, "I know it's called Wonder Woman 1984, but does it need to look like it was made in 1984?" It. it Every aspect of it is terrible. It's it it's so bad. It falls. In, it also suffers from the Iron Man three issue, where it's a Wonder Woman film that doesn't have Wonder Woman in it. She's barely in it. It's it's the worst. It's the absolute worst um, I've been sticking with the VR I've been really enjoying it um, admittedly I will hold my hands up and say this I have been playing uh, one game mostly I did have a quick go on Beat Saber the other day Mr. Whip has this feature Oh, sorry, I'm playing Pistol Whip. Pistol Whip has this feature where um, you can have like modifiers for the games, for the levels and stuff. Um, they've got this new scoreboard system where uh, if you select particular modifiers for the game, for the level you're playing, it gets its own scoreboard. So I've been like near the top of like any of the the levels I've played on the scoreboard and stuff and it's I think I mentioned this last week but it's a really cool feeling um, I think I also said um, I'm all about what Cloudhead Games are doing I think they've got this amazing like structure sort of thing for what they're doing I just think I, I'm all about it I, I love I love that game um, everything everything they add to it makes it better the campaigns are great it's just a good solid experience as we know if you go all the way back to a lot of my um, long chats about VR VR is not a summer activity unfortunately um, and I did find myself a couple of days last week playing and just like like the sweats pouring down my face pouring into my eyes it makes for an uncomfortable play um, what I will say is this, it would appear that, uh, that the summer 
weather months whatever you want to call it um are maybe leaving us at this point in time i think people would suggest that they feel that's a little early um feel that we've maybe been a little robbed on the summer uh as a person who's not a massive fan of being um you know hot as balls uh, even i would say it's been a, a little bit poor and yeah i mean looking at the uh looking at the forecast for the you know even the week ahead uh i think we can i think we sort of could probably say that it's uh Um, console game wise, again, only been playing one game, and what some some people might be surprised to hear, uh, that game is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, something that I was kicking myself after last week's podcast. Uh, the one thing I meant to talk about was the load times. Uh, the load times for Assassin's Creed Valhalla are that long. Uh, there, there was a point. Uh, the other day where I, I did something and it started loading I was like um, uh, where, where will it load? Oh, it'll load at the top of one of the towers probably not going to be any enemies to deal with you know? right I'll run up to the toilet I'll go to the toilet and I'll come back and you know pick up from where it's loaded up from so I walked out of the living room all the way upstairs into the bathroom went to the toilet came out of the bathroom all the way down the stairs, all the way back into the living room, sat down, and it hadn't loaded in that all that time. To load the game from like start, you know, like like the first screen, it takes so long. I I mean we're talking and this is not even a joke, we're talking a couple of minutes to load that game. It insane the amount of time it takes to load and yeah like I say if you if you fast travel anywhere it's like you might as well go and have like a three course meal and come back however getting that out of the way what I will say is uh, and I think I thought about this previously um, games often feel like they've been made in phases and what feels like 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 the end of a game can feel very different to the start of a game Valhalla is very much that. It feels like it was made in three sections. And the first section was like, okay. And then the middle, the ch biggest chunk of the game was, honestly, it was dull. Really, really dull. But this back section, it's like they've backloaded everything. So the missions are interesting. Everything's different everywhere you go. Like you go off to you, you pledge to certain areas of um, of England, uh, and when you go there, it's like it's actually different, and I think that's made a massive impact on the game. Um, I went to a place a couple of days ago, uh, and I was like, I don't know why I'm having to go here because there doesn't seem to be anything here. There's no there's no missions. There's no raids to do. There's no there's just nothing here. And when I went, got like you get uh, in, entangled in this like murder mystery sort of thing. Um, very much like there's uh, there's a, a mission in The Witcher Three, which it's a murder mystery, 
but it is hands down probably the best mission in the game. So it's stuff like that. Um, it's that thing. The writing's got better. The gameplay's got better. It's got more interesting. It's got more exciting. It is just hands down again. One of these situations where it's hands down better in absolutely every single way. Um, admittedly, I am very much getting towards the back end of the game. I think I've got two areas of England left to. Um, you're not conquering. You're basically making friends with these areas. Um, so I've got two left. Um, I think I've completed all of the sort of stuff set in Jodenheim. Doing all the... Uh, you basically play as Odin, uh, even though you play as yourself. Yeah, whatever. I think I've completed all of that. Um, I honestly never thought I would say this for all of the time I've played this game up till the back end. But I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, it's actually become a really enjoyable game. And I feel, I feel sad and I feel sorry for people like me who gave up on that game so many times. And I do think that the point in time that we're at where there are just no games out there to play, I might not have got this experience from this game. Um, so yeah, I would say, you know, if I'm honest, I am enjoying Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Do kind of think that I'll probably finish it in the next week, um, which is one of those things. Sad on one on one hand, it's always sad finishing a game. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be another game in the hundred hour club, I imagine. Um, but cool because I've got to find out just you know what's happening, what's gonna happen at the end of the game. I'll keep you updated with that one. I'll let you know. So there we go. That is this one done and dusted. Um, I don't know if I feel any more like it's Monday today, but uh, at least I got the at least I got the podcast done. Right, thank you very much, and I will catch you guys later. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Oh, where does the time go? I tell you. Thank you for listening along, and uh, if I can throw some more thanks your way, if you are a subscriber big thank you to you and if you're just about to click that subscribe button big thank you to you you can jump over to our website cookiecast.com check us out over there it's a small website but it's got social media links and email links so you can find out uh, different ways to contact us and drop us a line that's it for this one until next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then bye